1: Click, were you hanging up on someone?
0: No, I just sometimes they say click when I press my mouse.
1: Oh, you using a mouse?
0: You know, I'll tell you this, Rana. I have a new ergonomic setup. I've got a Bluetooth keyboard so? down here. I raised the roof on my laptop and I started using a mouse. Can a I wireless ask you, mouse. Why? Because it was hurting my shoulders was hurting Really? Me. Yeah. I was huh. hunching, hunching, hunching. And instead I want to be, you know, Tim Gunn says, it's not throwing your shoulders back. It's lifting your chest to the sun. And then your shoulders go where they're supposed to go. So I'm trying to sit more like that.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Tim Gunn has excellent posture.
0: He does. Yeah. And he so that's says,
1: interesting, the idea of lifting your chest to the sun. That's yeah. it. Yep. Sun salutation. It's funny. I was thinking the other day, why yeah. don't I do a sun salutation every morning?
0: You know, I was doing it I'd for a while, and then I just be got bored. i probably 130 if I did. I know, right? Just open yeah. up that chest, stretch why out not that back. Do
1: those three stretches. Yep. Da, 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 da.
0: Yep. Because I'll tell you why, it gets boring.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. You, you, the mind wanders.
0: It wanders. It does. Dia wanders. Rana,
1: let's get straight into it because we have a terrific. Fun, I'm so fun, excited fun to
0: meet today. this guest. I'm long a fan of this guest.
1: dear old friend of mine today and a right. hot author. And I'm sure by the time this comes out, a New York Times bestseller. I'm but sure. Jesse Klein is going to be with us today. I'm so excited. As but you would say, mean, Ronald, she's
0: on every, she works on every hot show. Anything. Yeah.
1: Anything you think you even have a whisper <laughs> of like about. Yep. She had, she had a finger on it. That's right. She's got a finger in that pie. And she has that terrific show. We'll talk about it when
0: she comes oh, on coming
1: wait. out with Vanessa Bayer. Which, which also is, by, the way, cross by the
0: way, the cross-section of everything I love. Yeah. I love Jesse Klein. I QVC. love Vanessa Bear. I love yeah. Molly Shannon. And I yeah. love QVC. There so I'm go. so excited for this.
1: A uh, couple of comments and yeah. a very interesting follow-up. And then we've got to get straight to, straight. Well, you know what? It's not really a follow-up. It's two cents is what it is. Okay. Sometimes we get people throwing two cents in and That's Liz right. Backhat in Boston could not resist throwing her 2 cents in. In fact, you know, I'll just read this down. Just do it. This was regarding the woman who was considering converting to Judaism.
0: That was a really this, interesting conversation. Alex Edelman. I really enjoy curious,
1: that. I am curious what she took away from that. I will say that kept, that stayed with me.
0: Me too. I loved yeah. that conversation. And
1: thinking about the European fairy tale class which I thought I'd like to take actually the Eastern European fairy tale class.
0: That would be fun
1: may uh, I wonder if they have it online. maybe she can tell us yeah, uh, but I'm curious where she's is on all of that now. I hope she writes back to us i have a I wonder if we ever lose people once we answer their questions. What do you think?
0: Good question is if it's sort of like a one night stand like I've been chasing this chasing this, I got it, and I'm done now.
1: I thought think of it more as now they feel it's personal and they they don't mind being a spectator oh, of the car crash of everyone else got it life.
0: they don't want to be intimate. and then
1: when they, they feel that they act quote unquote criticized, criticized in some way. They can't really continue.
0: Listen, Rana, This Too this close. podcast is an instant pot. You either you either can take the pressure or you can't. Do you
1: either want those noodles or you don't. That's right. Dear Rana, Brian, and culturally enlightened guest if applicable. Well we're not there at the moment, Liz. And no. this is a fun, and this is a two cents. This isn't for the guest. The guest right. wouldn't be here for the two cents, Liz. That's right. And Liz, you've been listening for long enough to know that. Yeah, come on. I'm writing to offer the perspective of the perspective of someone who did convert to Judaism. Oh, as well as someone whose bonus daughter married a non-Jew who did not convert. What's a bonus daughter? Like a stepdaughter? Uh,
0: Maybe a stepdaughter or just one, like a surprise?
1: Someone you consider a friend, a, a, a daughter, I suppose. Maybe, maybe. They also agreed to raise their kids as Jews. So wait a second, Liz Beckhart converted, that is a headline, I'll tell you. Because sure. she is all up and down the carriage house.
0: Actually, very
1: Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Boston from her penthouse in Copley Square or whatever. Well, she is. it would, would it be the worst the,
0: thing if she invited us into town once in a while. If
1: I, you know what, I'll be honest with you, she invites us all the time. Does she? She do, she does. <laughs> she uh, she always says, "I heard you said you were going to be in town, Rana, you know, at the Four Seasons for a night. Right. Could do you want to get a drink?" Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in Brooklyn at this show. Do you, I mean just wait till you see the end of this letter. actually. No, I, I have wish. to say she's very hospitable if I'm thinking it. of the right person. Sure. I agree wholeheartedly with all the advice given. Do not convert unless you want to and are prepared to embrace a, quote, Jewish life, whatever that may mean to your partner. You should most definitely discuss and agree on what that life looks like. Uh, to the uh, I will say to the extent that that's possible. Because right. I think, you know, you, ha- you know what's important to you, but how life actually unfolds. I just want to leave a caveat so that you can't 10 years from now say, well, you never told me you're going to want to do all the holidays. And so it's right. sort of think, well, I just guess I just sort of grew into thinking that's what I wanted. But in yeah, any
0: event, people change.
1: I converted because I've always been attracted to the principles of the Jewish faith, the emphasis on education and tikkun olam or healing the world, nice. the idea that you're supposed to leave the world better than you found it. Very nice. I was exposed to the faith quite, you know, when he has something funny. Yeah. You know, the single mother, Elisa. So sad. Of
0: course. The one yeah. in New York, Terrible. she's the doctor. Oh, yeah. Dr.
1: Pressman. so sad. Yeah. Uh, her daughter, Penelope, who's fabulous. Sure. an absolute nerd.
0: She was the original Phoebe Cookies.
1: Penelope Cookies. Yeah. Exactly. Penelope Cookies. Uh the theme for Bat Metzvah this is how much of a Hebrew school nerd she was, except she didn't go to Hebrew school, she had like a tuna, was Tikkun Olam. That was her That was her Healing go- theme. Most people, you, it's like Penelope sweet shop, and she did Tikkun Olam. Penelope
0: makes and me realize how wonderful this next generation is going to be. She
1: gave all of her gifts. I think she asked people to donate to an animal charity or something like that.
0: Well, you know what that reminds me of, actually? Not to, not to bash the single mother. Yeah. But- in *Mommy so Dears, Joan Crawford only let Christina keep one gift, mm. and so I'm wondering if that's sort of what Elise did. Well,
1: for she still gave her a gorgeous specimen at the Gramercy Park Hotel the penthouse, <sighs> so it was oh. it all worked out okay.
0: Oh, God, Penelope, I wish she'd throw cookies. me one. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're not kidding. She gave her a beautiful party. Oh, I believe you. I was exposed to the faith quite a bit growing up in NYC. I encourage you to explore more deeply what the fa- what the faith values. You might find it aligns much more with your own beliefs than you think if you are truly willing to raise your potential children as Jews, you should understand what that entails. I have no regrets and do not feel like I, quote, lost myself for a man. I created a beautiful home and family, and I have never felt, quote, not Jewish enough. Well, that lines up with what I was saying about Liz Becker. A word to the wise, if you somehow end up not converting, but being with this man, Raising your kids in a, I don't think he's going to go for that, but raising your kids in a faith different from your own and your family's comes with another level of complication. The grandparents, this is an excellent point. My bonus daughter's husband agreed to raise their kids as Jews. He has no faith of his own that he holds on to, but his parents do. They are Catholic and fully expect their grandchildren to participate in their faith celebrations such as Christmas and Easter. My bonus daughter has no issue with that, but at times struggled with some minor meddling from them with respect to undermining their Jewish traditions. Well, why don't you give us the goods? Why would you just say something like that and not tell us the story?
0: Anytime parents are involved in undermining, I want to hear it all. That sounds, anytime anyone's involved in undermining,
1: give us the details. I want it all. I highly suggest, especially since you, I love undermining. I hate Me undermining too. other people, but I love people that do. I'm fascinated do it. by it too. as an art form. Yes, it is. It's I'm fascinated. so fabulous. <laughs>
0: it's so fabulous. To
1: be an underminer is so strange. I'm so, it's such a human quality. I'm fascinated it, by it.
0: It's wonderful. I
1: wonder it's- if any animals undermine other animals.
0: Oh, they have or, to. Right? Or if it's
1: a uniquely human. You know, there's a couple of uniquely human traits. I wonder if undermining is one of them.
0: I mean, doesn't a fox sort of undermine? They must. Well, yeah, I think yeah. they do.
1: Yeah, a monkey must hide something from another monkey and say, I don't know yep. what you're talking about. Uh, yep. Yeah. I highly suggest, especially since your boyfriend's parents were so observant, that if you do decide to go that route, you have conversations with both sets of parents together to make sure they understand and respect your choices. Oh, I see. Disagree.
0: Yeah, that, that, I, I, I bristled at that one.
1: You get what you get and you don't get upset, as mm-hmm. they say. Or you do get upset, but that's called in-laws. Liz Beckett in Boston. Oh, I'm wishing you the best of luck with we- Liz Beckett in Boston. Proud chip since day one. P.S. Rana.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Not Rona and Brian. Rana.
0: Okay, Ronna.
1: I'm going to NYC to see Luann's cabaret next weekend. Oh. And plan on popping in to say hi to that doll Connor McKay. Liz Beckett's the one who had the Negrana per. Her own fault had the Negrana sent to her second home. Remember that? And Kana had to figure it all out. So I hope to God when she pops in to see him, she brings him something like a chocolate bunny or something.
0: Me too. And by the way, she should be asking me this because I saw Luann's show way way back when. So I know the expertise. Oh,
1: you think it's the same show? You're crazy. Well. Maybe I can get him to spill some tea on the cocktail club.
0: (gasps) Liz. You're you're being fresh, but also resourceful.
1: Uh, so listen, I actually love that follow up, but our guest is here, so we're gonna have to oh save God. our fabulous comments for later. Yeah. Uh, I think we should let her in, don't you? I mean, I'm yeah. just so excited to get started with her. But Liz, I just want to say this. Sorry, Brian, I think I cut you off a bit. You were gonna give a wrap up on that. Which oh,
0: is- I don't remember. I don't think you did cut me off. Well, I, th- I, nor- I, think I, I normally
1: just... do, so I just assumed I. Had. Oh,
0: I cut you off too, Ron. That's the name of the game now.
1: <laughs> now in America in 2022 is pretty that what you much mean? yeah. Well, we're doing crosstalk. Is that what you mean? Is that what yes. that show was Wasn't called? Crossfire.
0: <laughs> crossfire with Chris Matthews. Did you see and... that?
1: Did you see that? Bill O'Reilly got mad at somebody at JetBlue the other day.
0: Are you serious?
1: He. I don't know the ins and outs. His flight from Turks and Caicos was canceled, and he was yelling at oh, someone. Imagine yelling, him
0: on yelling
1: a page? at the desk. Well, more importantly, do you know how much money Bill O'Reilly has?
0: So he got paid like half a billion dollars to leave that place.
1: What are you? And then he's got his book career. What are you flying JetBlue for? Truly. Just pony up for a private jet already and go take a real vacation. Oh, he's awful. That means he's cheap. I'd hate to date Bill. Bill, right? Ew. For that one reason, just for that one reason.
0: <laughs> right, no, no other reason at all, yeah.
1: All right, a fabulous guest to see it, Liz, thank you for that, and thank you for sharing a little piece of your own private business with us, which I genuinely do appreciate. Yeah. I'm dying to know what odd girl decided and what's going on with the relationship, and also want to know more about the fairy tale class. But in the Ask meantime-
0: Askronacoffee.com, and And by the way, um, uh, Liz is about to have a Negrana.com IRL experience. So good for, for her. For real.
1: And mm-hmm. Kana, we've been working very hard behind the scenes with Kana on the club. So it's all coming yeah. together. It's all coming together. Um, without further ado. Yeah. Jesse Klein. Who else? Ah, oh, did you hear that?
0: I love that sound, Ronnie. I.
1: Absolutely love that sound. That is the new Shopify ching. Love it. Every time I hear that sound, I get so excited because not only do I know that I'm supporting entrepreneurs and mm. all the fabulous small businesses that use Shopify, totally. I know that I'm mm-hmm. gonna. I am going to be communicated with in such a way. That makes me so happy to be a customer. Yeah. That is truly what I love about Shopify. No kidding. They keep track of it every step of the way.
0: Rana. and we're familiar with Shopify even beyond that. Pardon me. Yeah.
1: We use Shopify for our coffee. We certainly do. So our customers absolutely know what it means to get a perfect customer service experience in terms of Here's the minute you bought it. Here's the minute the package went out. Here's right. where it is, et cetera, et cetera. It's all there. And it's so easy. Transactions are so much easier for the from the consumer side when you're buying something on shop. I mean, I am always I breathe a sigh of relief when I know I'm buying something on shop because all my information's
0: already in there. It's so easy. Just a one-click pony.
1: Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. Okay. So upstart startups established businesses whatever can sell everything from everywhere synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed that's why as an entrepreneur myself brian
0: sure yes you I, are i know
1: you can relate because you're also an entrepreneur well, i'm also
0: one so yeah
1: i can't recommend shopify enough for your business. If you're thinking about getting your business online, getting everything organized, giving your customers an incredible start-to-finish customer service experience, seamless, I'm telling you, Shopify is 100% the service for you. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, pardon me. I wish I had stock in that company.
0: Come on. From
1: first sale to full scale, as they like to say. Cute. And they do all kinds of integrations with apps, so you can shop through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you name it.
0: All the hits.
1: They give you all the insights. I'm on our Shopify every minute checking out the coffee sales. I can see who bought. I can see where my favorite thing is you can see where in the country, who's visiting your store. Oh, somebody in South Dakota is thinking about buying the coffee. Amazing. So go to Shopify.com slash Ask Rana. That's all lowercase for a Free 14 day trial Come and get on, full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. For instance, let's say Showstopper Cookies was looking to get on Shopify. Ah, this would babes. be the moment. Yep. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopifycom ask Rana right now. Attention Carriage House members run a year to tell you all about Anchor FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person. I have a staff. Excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Wow. The only thing I can't say about this person, because today is the actual day that her book comes out. Right. So I can't say, oh, maybe I can. Yeah. Instant bestseller. Jesse Klein. <laughs>
0: sure. We learned
1: that's what it's called.
0: Instant bestseller. When it goes that's straight right. to
1: the top of the charts, it's called instant, instant bestseller. bestseller. Wow. Yeah. So what would I'm really predict, be more
0: impressive, Rana? Yeah. If she had a song accompanying the new book that also went straight to number one. But I don't think <laughs> that's ever happened ever.
1: No, a Christmas number one, like in Love an the actually,
0: yeah, right, exactly.
1: They're probably never. Do you think she could get a single? Jesse, dear, could you get a single together between now and next Tuesday? <laughs> That's
2: such a hard no. That's the hardest of no's. And I really sing confidence. Oh man, I have a passion for song. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: But, but not I a singer. You,
2: I don't think you want to hear me sing. Fair enough.
1: I want to hear it, but I don't know if I'm
2: going to enjoy it. That's actually, I think, the most accurate (laughs) way of describing it.
0: But I will say this, Rana. Jesse's rhythms in the writing Uh are musical
2: oh man have
1: that you ever is, read a word she's written that's of course i read compliment. her last book how dare you that is such a high compliment <laughs> your um, last book was so terrific i am so excited for this oh. book and i've already read an excerpt in the new york Pardon may no big deal fabulous oh nothing. man if you like, it's nothing it's nothing. i
2: you know i honestly i told my this is what a sentence I told my book agent, I already want to strangle myself, but I was like, you've got to get it into the New Yorker. Cause I need my parents to be proud of me.
0: But, oh, that's the, that is that's, the thing that does it. Yeah. I yeah. guess.
2: I mean, they it's, it's like, it's nice. I wrote a book like that's fine. But like the excerpt in the New Yorker is the real money in the bank for that. I, thought for sure. I, I mean, come on. If that
1: doesn't, if the excerpt alone doesn't make it an instant bestseller, I don't know what will, because the <laughs> yeah. people that read the New Yorker people that buy books,
2: True. it feels like there's a venn diagram of new yorker subscriber readers and definitely people would be willing to throw some money at a certainly book. people in the carriage
1: house we're, we're going to put a link up it's called uh, i'll show myself out essays uh, on midlife and motherhood pardon me out it's now a new book i feel like i'm on a day a daytime talk show right now the way i'm saying
0: <laughs> it oh it's good though Ronna, i think
1: anytime it- you're hawking a book it feels daytime
0: and by the uh, way, Rhonda, our fantasy is to have a daytime talk show.
1: Well, that's really everyone else's fantasy. If this mat, right? You know, we're willing to do it, right? but it's really the world's fantasy. I mean, that we should is. have a daytime talk though. What I really don't, they've got to come up with a, some different chair between the chair that Kelly Ripper and Ryan use oh, and the the chair behind the deck. Di- oh. I, I know what is more horrifying than being asked to come on looking yes. fabulous, parade yourself out yep. and sit on a high stool. And have Whoa. to just
0: use your entire core to what stay What do you do with seated? your legs?
1: If what if, I do, want my legs you just hang off.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or do like a Ted a ch- talk
1: ch- or something.
2: It's like you're a child it's like that yeah if Horrible. i walk into a restaurant and it's high stools i'll walk out oh yeah, they better, yeah, yeah. there better be somewhere to put your feet somewhere sure. to put your feet. a director's chair
1: how about putting on a four thousand dollars dress and being asked to sit in a director's chair <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: try getting out of that with aplomb yeah that would
0: way. that wouldn't yeah. be fun.
2: a nightmare it's an orthopedic Je- nightmare jesse dear are you excited about the book Um, I am really excited about the book. I mean, it takes forever to write these things. So long. Very surreal when it comes out. It means you're done.
0: How long after the first book did you start writing the second? Was there a big break in there? Or is that really just how long the process is?
2: Um, yes, on both, both counts. Yeah. (laughs) Those both yes or no questions. Um, the last book came out, I want to say in 2016, and then I think I started working on this one like around 2018, 2019. Wow,
0: yeah, okay, because
2: awesome. um, it was kind of birthed the, uh, puns terrible, but um, I started to think about writing it when my son was around like two or three years old, just because uh, the experiences I was having were felt so surreal and yeah. being becoming a parent. I mean, Rana, I, I don't know, you know. How much do you remember? Well, yeah. Days? I mean, I'm
1: a grandmother now, so it's different. Yeah. I get to just enjoy it. You just enjoy oh, it. Jesse, but you yeah. have to understand, yeah. her
0: son, Jordan, there was never a problem. Ever. Of course. He was perfect.
1: Normal child problems. Right. You know? Yeah. he, yeah. he took, No, you kind of have candy
2: before dinner. Right.
0: You he know, mispronounced sort of, a French not lesson
1: Not You know, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah sure. You know. Yeah. No, yeah. Ron
0: is a great mom. Yeah. You know what? Jordan's I a perfect am. angel.
2: I'll be
1: He's honest perfect. with you. I was a terrific mama. And, but it is a tough, I, you know what I don't like? I have to say, I don't like when people refer to motherhood as a job. <laughs> something, <laughs> yeah. There's something demeaning about that to me. When people say it's the hardest job, it's the toughest job
2: because it's not a job. It's some other thing. Well, if a job is something that you get paid for, it's definitely, it's not, definitely a not a job. It's definitely not a job. Correct. And also a I job mean, at
1: implies. Minimum, you don't get paid. Yeah. Well, the job implies that you're off the clock at some point. Yeah. But at some point, you know, oh well, I love my job, but it's the weekend. You know, yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. There is no weekend. That's There's not a no thing. Yeah. yeah. There's no off the clock. You sleep like a cartoon dog with one eye open and a, you know, <laughs> a hand on hand <laughs> on a steak, you know, for the for the rest of your life. And that's sure. sort of what it is. So uh in any event, we are here today because there are desperate people in the world, Jesse. And they have nowhere to turn. They don't. They're- They've come here because Brian and I, I think it's fair to say, have magnificent minds. And Excuse you know, me, Rhonda,
0: before we get to our magnificent minds, can I just say how effing excited I am for Jesse's new show? Oh,
1: my we didn't God. Need to talk we talk, didn't about, even the talk the about the show. We've been talking this about the ta- show
0: on the show. And speaking of Venn yeah. diagrams, Molly Shannon, oh. yeah. Vanessa Bear, oh. QVC. Ugh. Oh. Is truly where I live and yep. thrive, and where I expect to be greeted when I pass.
2: It's not even a sweet spot. It's like a full. It's a G spot. It it's feels a G so spot. good. It's, it's a full G spot. Exactly <laughs> where you want to just keep getting rubbed. <laughs> and, yep. Uh, and the looks Lewis of it so
0: all. Jennifer terrific. Lewis and the Matt, and Matt Rogers, Rogers of it and all. all. I
1: apologize that I didn't it. bring that up because oh, we were no, so no. focused on
0: you.
2: I was just more but the show to looks like. I,
0: I truly have not been what this excited the for show a show in a very long time.
2: The show um, is out April 29th. Oh, what com- a week? come on. What kind what of week It makes you seem way more prolific than I am. Come, um, well, who cares? Congratulations. I know it's a bit of a crazy week. What? I just picked up so much dry cleaning. That's the kind of week. <laughs> Where there's like outfits. Like we've got like all my little outfits had to get dry cleaned.
0: Sure, sure. It
1: took two years to get a dry cleaned, but you picked it up.
2: I finally got it. Yeah. I
1: have things at the dry cleaners that have been there for a decade. Cause who could get to the dry cleaners?
2: Can I tell you every time I walk into a dry cleaner's, which is not that often, I still feel like Am I who am I? The Queen of England dropping off like dry cleaning <laughs> my clothes? Like i this. <laughs> place, I still I feel
0: this. fascinated when they try to find your clothes with the carousel. Oh, I don't the, know how nothing. they do it. It's how so. Do they do it? I don't know how they do it. I really but don't. It,
2: it really does just feel though, like a real, like a real privilege. And I, I like. <laughs> I know it's like the most stereotypically boring thing to talk about, but I really allowed myself to dry clean a lot of things because of this big week. With the book and the show, very and exciting. Like, not just dropping off dry cleaning and all, but I was like, I've got eight or nine pieces here. Yeah, like wow. I'm really fortunate. for dry cleaning. Yeah. I <laughs> hope you. I hope you can write it
1: off. I hope so. Um, well, listen, dear. So we're really excited. The show will be out on Tuesday. That means the book is out today. Pardon me.
2: And then the show is out on Friday. I suppose it is. The we're show streams out. on Friday. Yeah. Uh, or Bad no. Yeah, streams on Friday and then is on linear showtime on, on the following Sunday. It's confusing we, now in this we world can't where things air so
1: wait. many Wait. We can't wait. We've got to get Vanessa on here too. She'll be torched. Totally- oh, she's oh so
2: Vanessa fun. would uh oh, she would love to come talk to her.
1: Uh, okay. Shall okay. we begin, Brian? Brian, you want to read the first one or shall
0: oh, I? Oh, you know I do. Okay, dear. Here we go. Here we go. Dear Ronna Brian, an insightful guest. My 22 year old son. Yeah. She's a, she's an author times two. My 22 year old son turned me onto your podcast a couple years ago. And I now listen all the time. I don't know any other podcast with the combination laugh riot and spot on life advice that you two and your great guests dole out every week. So huh. true. Thank you I for agree. adding joy to my daily walks. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Well. I, I never thought I'd be asking you for advice, but I'm in a really difficult position. And I'd love your thoughts. I'll try to be as brief as possible. A little over a year ago, one of my best friends died horribly of lymphoma. Mm. Ah, That's so sad. I'm yes.
1: so sorry, dear. Oh, I'll boy. call
0: her Jill. We are part of a very tight group of friends who have lived in the same neighborhood for more than 20 years, raised our kids together, went on spring break camping trips, ran the sports teams and the PTA, partied together, played weekly, Played weekly card games, met at the pool, everything. Where do these people live? I don't know, but met at the pool was yeah, not. Yeah, what most is this incredible?
1: But w- well, what I, a it life. Is, yeah. It is to And where do they live? Hidden Hills? I mean, they've got everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well after Jill died, you know where they live, Ronna? In Burbank, they have like an REI next to an Olive Garden, next to a Chili's, next to, you know, it's a super center. (laughs) That's where they, they have a hotel there now. You could just stay there.
1: I've reached an age where I can only retain so much information and none of the things you just said in a row. The Empire Center in Burbank.
0: That's the one.
1: I don't want to retain. How does And the cost (laughs)
0: goes right by it. Yeah. All I'm saying is, Ron, if you ever need a staycation, that's a good one. (laughs) Well, after Jill died, as you can imagine, her husband, John, has been beyond despondent. Yeah. he um... is. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has threatened suicide, nearly drunk himself to death, sent (laughs) crazy texts in the middle of the night, been inappropriate in all kinds of ways that I have attributed to his grief. I've driven twice to his house like a bat out of hell because he texted me saying he couldn't go on. Yes, I can understand his grief. He and Jill were very happy together, and she was just a wonderful human being a high-quality friend. Everyone misses her every day.
1: High quality friend. I'd like to remember this. Right, oh. that's a
0: nice yeah.
1: I would love it, but I friend. feel like
2: I know I
0: won't. That won't be <laughs> me too, Jesse. I know there's no, <laughs> no way anyone would ever describe. That's not me. the
2: words
1: that
0: would be used either of right you
1: as a high quality friend.
0: No one would describe me that way. It uh, won't be
1: top of the list, but I'll, it'll
2: be. I'll be lucky to get mayor memory be a <laughs>
0: blessing. <laughs> kind of mumbled at a Passover. <laughs> get out of here. Go on. But my amateur assessment of John, after more than a year of this, is that he's fragile, emotionally immature, and has zero coping skills. Many of us have begged begged him to get to therapy and join AA or something. He's made Mm. very half-hearted attempts at both and seems a little better with time passing, but is currently back to drinking. Yeah. We've all banded together to help John through life without Jill. Meals, music, long walks, tearful conversations, movie nights, trips to the cemetery. She goes and goes, this woman. I got to tell you. Oh, my God. She she doesn't stop.
2: A lot of support for John.
0: Trips to the cemetery, photo albums, memorial gatherings, Jill's birthday, Mother's Day, their anniversary, every holiday, staying in touch with his adult daughters, you name it, we've been there. And maybe me, most of all, because I'm single, divorced, so more available than our married friends, and John finds me easy to talk to. We share a similar profession, and I'm easygoing and fun. Well, all caps, the problem is that John is romantically interested in me. Boy, and he won't. Why take-
1: wouldn't he be? You've shown the, all the qualities
2: of a. Honestly, you sound partner. like a
0: real cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I was gonna you. say
2: if, if she's interested in, I'm like, should I be? In- I, honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. I would.
0: You'll take him
1: to the cemetery. You don't <sighs> mind his his dead wife can be a living memory, and you're gonna take him on a picnic and a movie night and everything else. No, you're kid. the perfect I'm woman.
0: Perfect.
2: Yeah, oh, boy.
0: He won't take no for an answer. He started coming on to me very soon after Jill died, which I attributed to his. I know, honestly, they're the worst. The worst. worst.
1: They can't handle grief for a second at all. They They can't can't do do anything. They can't get shots. No, they can't handle grief. You know, there's a chapter in my
2: book. Not to keep bringing it back to my please. Book, honestly, let me just say topic. this: it's extremely it, on. Topic. If anything applies, please do bring it up. Definitely. There is a chapter in my book called "Your Husband Will Remarry Five Minutes After You Die." <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there you go, yeah. and it just seems
2: to be a pattern.
0: Yeah.
1: Put a pin in that for a second. Okay, we're we'll about come back to get to it. there. This will, yeah, this
2: will filter into the. Yeah, I didn't sure. realize we were asking you the perfect question. I didn't know either. Yeah.
1: Keep
0: going, well, dear. Yeah, sure. Um. Okay, he hit on me soon after Jill died, which I attributed (sighs) to his depression and loneliness. But now, more than a year later, he's become relentless. I have never let him on, which he admits. I have always, (laughs) honestly, if gently and with humor, deflected his advances and told him while I loved being his friend, I was not interested in a relationship with him. He won't take no for an answer. He's basically emotionally blackmailing me. Every single time we're together, it's a pressure campaign. It's gotten to the point where I don't even think I can be friends with him. But this is the problem the tight group of friends, the totally intertwined lives, the already purchased season tickets to our favorite summer house concert series. I'll throw myself My out. God. Oh. My
2: I knew there God. was a summer concert series. I knew that's what this was. I knew. You knew, knew. money had been spent. Oh,
1: I knew.
0: Yeah. And the feeling of obligation to my friend Jill to help take Summer care of Samma House concert series. Yeah, this uh, is not good. Words and he's that
1: will never apply some kind to of a
2: Tanglewood situation a series. I'll horrible. never have.
1: I'll never have tickets to a series. Oh, my no way. Head. There are yeah. little
2: garden chairs and uh, wine mm-hmm. carriers. Yeah, Adirondack
1: that, chairs. Another yeah. chair you couldn't get out of the life of you.
2: No. Once you're in, you're in for the night. Opposed. <laughs> Opposed to an Adirondack chair. Sorry, Brian. Who invented that? Them?
0: Was really fucking rude, and and I am offended
1: by you not being into Adirondack chairs.
2: <laughs> Brian loves them. That
0: he is not that time. is a br- yeah. that is a step too far, Jesse.
2: I just you know when your glutes are as weak as my chair,
0: <laughs> no, you gotta get you have I'm to get out of first. Yeah. Well, it also doesn't make sense that a chair has that shape but isn't cushioned. In yes, a, yeah. horrible. Christian. Horrible. Cold, that, and work. they get
1: cold and clammy, yeah. Yeah. and dusty so fast. More. But everybody loves how they look with this in front uh, of the sunset. And you know
2: it. who loves to live between those slats? A giant spider.
0: No
1: <laughs> kidding. A, a they spider,
0: spider love loves. Well, that's
2: to take the up thing. You can't, in re- you can't relax in an Adirondack chair because no. certain some creepy crawlies coming up your shorts. There's a spider. There's no cushion, yeah. and I it's gonna. T- I have to like start thinking about getting out of it five
0: hours before I get out of it
2: but there's room for your drink on that what's um, going on with jill yeah. so, okay ex- here we go go John. on
0: it's gotten to the point where i think i can't even be friends with him but this is the problem the t- oh i already did this the summer concert series Summer yeah. and,
2: that's where we lost our
0: minds <laughs> correct and the feeling of obligation to my friend jill to help take care of her family and he's so freaking fragile i don't know how to make this go away without causing <laughs> damage oh yeah if there's any advice you could give i desperately would love to hear it thank you all so much She signs her name but doesn't want us to use it. P.S. I really want to add this because I think it's important. When John isn't hitting on me, I do enjoy his company. I certainly haven't been hanging out with him just because I was good friends with his wife. He's funny and talented and a music buff. And I bet he has long hair. And he's been a <laughs> friend of mine in his own right for many years.
2: Great ponytail.
0: Absolutely. A little thin on the top, a really thick as it goes down.
2: Oh, uh, uh, like quadrupled rubber band rubber <laughs> t- ponytail. Come on. 100%. Give him a break. His Sorry. wife just died. I this know. is what makes this
0: turn all the more difficult to deal with. By the way, if it, if it helps any, I feel like our letter writer has a similar hairstyle.
1: Mm, oh, I don't think so. I, I think, think she's be very, very between
2: te- us here. I think I really think she's very together,
1: here. but she does favor a white jean. There's no question about it. Okay, I like that. She's yeah. In a, yeah, she's in a white jean, yeah. but well, I actually
2: think she has a kind of a thick bean.
1: Yeah, I yeah, don't love a white jeans. And I think it's part but, of why he's so. Yeah. Adorable. I think she's wearing a white jean and, like, a twin set. Uh, I don't know. Great what. wedge. Think, a great maybe there's smoking
0: a, a little- grass. Yeah, there's a wedge. There's a, a little two-syllable grass wedge.
2: Smoking <laughs> yeah. a little grass. <laughs>
1: a
0: click and a clack, yeah. for sure.
2: Yes. Yeah. Some jangly jewelry. She's absolutely.
0: a cross Absolutely.
1: Cross-body purse when she goes to the summer I would con absolutely date this yeah. woman
0: oh, myself. Oh, so would I. She yeah. sounds perfect. Yes. Jesse. what are we going to do? What does she, does she do about <gasps> the grieving husband?
2: Well, let me start with my main headline here, which was, Please. like, yeah. especially- Rana, you know, when you said take it easy, the, the man's wife just died. I mean, you have to have some really bad behavior to shatter the goodwill that a recent widower would normally have. But I feel like <laughs> what's outlined in this letter, like I started almost in tears, like in a full love yeah. story. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this poor man. And by the end, I was like, yeah. creep. Let's, let's pick up some, I don't I mean, pick up some pieces, John. Yeah, right. That's our person. Yeah. Yep. Um and again, and what are we calling a widower friend or our letter writer? How should we refer to her? The letter writer. She doesn't want to be called by her
0: name. Yeah, yeah. right. I guess she's just letter writer.
2: Our letter we writer. We can call her, we can call her Joanne. Sure. Joanne. Okay. Yeah. Joanne. So Joanne is this. Jill,
1: John, and Joanne is who we have. There we go. Uh, Jill, oh. no longer with us. John, very a triangle, with us. though. A Joanne. Tri- a classic triangle. A fun, fun time at a summer concert series.
2: Joanne? is in her white jean and her gorgeous wedge with her jangly jewelry and her thick hair. And she is working so hard to take care of John, which is, I mean, and talk about a mitzvah being so kind, but I have to say, I feel like my instinct here is that a boundary needs to be set.
1: She already tried it a couple of times. She set a boundary with him. She told him, look, every time he, she laughed it off a little. And also, but then she really said to him, you know, I'm not interested in you in that way,
2: but what is she saying? He doesn't care. He's relentless. I'm going to say that a boundary that isn't reinforced, isn't really a boundary. Mm. I mean, what is the, what, how do you, how is, how is Joanne setting the boundary in a real way where John, and again, I have so much sympathy for John. What a terrible life event. I feel terrible that he lost Jill, but it really seems like you know, someone's in a tremendous amount of pain and is wildly overstepping boundaries. A man and... that loses his wife is a turtle without a shell.
1: That's what they are, okay? okay. They'll sna- they're will snails, the turtles, the whatever they are. Yeah, They need a new shell. And they're looking for one.
0: Well, because they grew up with their mom taking care of everything. And then right after that, their wife took care of everything. And so what are they going to yeah.
2: do? They don't like to be alone. They don't like to be alone. Fair I like guess I always say, I mean, I don't think I'm, this might not even be my... It's not a hot take, but you know, women are cats and men are dogs and you can kind of like dump kibble on the floor, you know, and leave a bowl of water out and a cat will be fine for years. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I feel (laughs) like, you know, a dog, it's like, you will leave it alone for five minutes and it it dies. This is why men die so quickly after their wives, but the wives will go on for years and years and years and live rich, full lives because they can take care of themselves.
1: She, and what just, I don't hear Joanne saying shattered.
2: is that she's worried about
1: uh, finding company. It sounds to me like she either has options or she, you know, this is not, he's the only guy on the planet who's looking at her because otherwise she'd be interested in him.
2: I am certain Joanne's a smoke Joanne,
1: Joanne seems to have options. Here's the thing. If he has genuine feelings for her, there isn't much we could do about that. You know, he needs to work I do think he sounds immature and fragile. He does. And then he won't take no and da. You know, he needs to work through that. And if he's he not gonna seem work to have through it, any,
0: any drive I'm not to do sure that, he
1: really values. here's the, the other secret to all of this. I'm not sure he really values all of these things that you do. I think he feels he deserves them. Meaning Mm. the trips to the cemeteries, the picnics, the organizing, the this, the that, the keeping him company. Because if he really, really appreciated it, he would respect you enough to stop hitting on you. And I think instead he believes everything is for him in this world. And it's not fair that his wife was taken. And of course, it's horrible. It's not fair. We talk about grief on this show a lot and it's horrible, but it happens to everyone. And he feels the world is supposed to roll out the carpet and come running over like a bat out of hell when he says he's going to kill himself and this and that. And, and I don't mean to dismiss, you know, I don't know really how on the brink he is, but I know it's really not your responsibility. You're telling me he has two adult children. That's a lot yeah. Of and I I have to agree with Jesse. This boundary has not been drawn either clearly enough or been reinforced enough. And I'm sorry that he's ruining the summer concert series by hitting on you, but you probably need to say to him kind of what you've said to us in this letter, which is, John, I'm going to say this for the final time. If it really is bothering you, please stop making me uncomfortable by bringing up X, Y, Z. We've been friends for 25 years I love your company. I'm excited to do this. Da, 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 da. But if you can't stop, we can't spend any time together anymore. So either find a way to work through this or let me know because, you know, it would be incredibly disappointing, but this is how
2: uncomfortable you're making me.
1: Can it's I not going anywhere.
2: Can I tag on with a theory and you just quickly tell me what you think? Please. Because And I'm obviously team Joanne. Um, and my heart goes out to John but I'm team Joanne. Is there a world, I'm just wondering in a world where she hasn't really like enforced the boundary and is clearly doing, going above and beyond with the music and the grave sites and, and the food and the visits. And it sounds like spending a lot of time. Yeah, Is there something to, within Joanne where she's enmeshing with John a little bit and is loving this drama? But then why is she writing to us? I mean, because she probably
0: question. feels it could be inappropriate. Like, I wonder if she's maybe thinking I, I sort of had the same inclination, Jesse. I thought I thought like, is maybe, she
2: loving this a little bit? And well, I don't want right. to be like a woman is loving when a man like, no, taking I, no I would, answer. But no, I would say sounds the same like thing. a lot. It sounds like a lot. And she is. In some ways the question back.
1: is, what's the question?
0: Because you don't want somebody bit. to hit
2: on you. Tell them.
0: A little bit for me. It well, would or be don't a keep
2: coming back to spend more time. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think also at some point you could say, if you haven't already, um, I'm not equipped, John, to counsel you through this. I'm absolutely.
1: not absolutely you yes. really
0: need to see a go to like a grief therapy group yes. or solo. But I I actually am not equipped to do this, and it's feeling like a lot of pressure.
1: And you're putting your feelings in a lot of mixed up baskets.
0: Yeah. And if you're, this is also what I want to say. And it's really, like you said, it is absolutely not Joanne's responsibility. You could say, I will help you find the appropriate people, but I think I need to limit our interactions to a lunch every week. I just can't. I just can't. uh, I love you. I'm concerned for you. I'm not equipped for this.
2: I think that is such good advice. I think you nailed it. Oh, I the
1: do agree, though, with both of Puppy. you that
0: yes, she he needs, needs, really and and she I know needs he to says take he a little go, look. He needs it. Yeah.
1: She needs to take a little look, though, at herself also and say, why do sure. I keep going back to, you know? And that, believe me, the motivation of doing this for her friend is, I completely understand that motivation. And that's a beautiful gift to give to the sort of loving, living memory of this person. On the other hand, I don't know how your friend would feel if she found out her husband was making you uncomfortable for the last six months. Fair enough. I don't think she would expect you to take him to a picnic and take him to this or that. And believe people act in all kinds of mixed up crazy ways with grief. And it truly is. There are people who just lose their mind. For a year or whatever it of is course. until they could find their way through it. So I, I appreciate the kid gloves of, mm, I think this is just what he's going through. I don't think it's genuine, da 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 da. But it is his responsibility What his daughters to help him I was gonna say, find you a could, way through this. You could tell yours. the
0: kids the same thing. Maybe you could tell him of just like, I am there for your father. I, I feel like this is actually beyond me at this point, and he really yeah. needs some, some professional yeah. help. It's
2: been a Did year. she also, have, do we know how old John is, too? Have we gotten an age range? Oh, in I mean, 50, it's fi- he's, he's 53. He's 53. He's fifty. You
0: think that young? Oh, It yeah. doesn't, there's no, Could yeah, be there's younger. no, um.
2: Yeah, it seems – I mean, it is also the thing of – and especially with men, I feel like when they've been in, like, you know, a relationship being taken care of for so long and maybe a little bit older where it's just, like, he might not even understand what therapy is. Totally. Like, this person really might – you know what I mean? It's, like, that generation where, I mean –
0: Where it's emasculating or –
2: Emasculating or just, like – Gibberish or – my dad's notion of what therapy is is—I honestly think, it, like he just pictures like cuckoo's nest, like oh, it's electric sure, shock.
0: Sure. Like I think that's
2: what he thinks therapy is, and I'm not getting.
0: Yeah, my parents think it's like godless. Yeah.
2: Oh uh, yeah, or like that. It's like I, I just wonder if maybe there's some myths to be dispelled. But like again, it's not Joanne's full responsibility. I well, said it What's off on the these gist adult kids. of the What's the gist of the chapter in the book about the oh very yeah. Thing. Oh, oh, that uh, your husband will remarry five minutes after you die. I mean, it's kind of very much what Joanne is describing about John, which is I just think that men, and again, these are broad strokes, hashtag not all men, um, but just observing in the world, it seems more often than not, men just don't know how to be alone, don't want to deal with grief, want to immediately compartmentalize all of the pain. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think... Women kind of are amazing, in so far as like I don't feel like we compartmentalize it all, and we just carry everything all at once, which I think is what yeah. Joanne is doing um but yeah, I think it's just like an immediate they don't know how to really take care of themselves um and just want to like get away from whatever sort and of and they
1: find a way to rationalize too Finding to a way say, to rationalize i 100%. i need I need this because yeah. of x y z. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but Jesse, that men sort of crumble and can't be self-sufficient at all.
2: Can't be self-sufficient, yeah. And just, um, I think whereas like some people might see grief as like a real process and an opportunity to kind of have some growth. I don't know. And selfishly, I mean, part of what made me write the chapter was just like, you know, I always think, well, of course I would want my partner to to go on and find happiness. You're like, yeah, maybe you can feel that for a little while. Right. Like, yeah. like oh, a sure. minimum give it give time it a minute you give it a minute yeah and also and it's like i know you're gonna end up with someone like 40 years younger or whatever so like give it maybe not 40 but uh you know before you start dating like the 25 year old like just remember how awesome i was for like five for minutes.
0: sure
1: yeah oh yeah. yeah well but you know 25 year olds have so much to say
0: and they're so smart they really do so, know it all they have so yeah. much life
1: they have so much life in them you know <laughs> <laughs> they just they just they make you feel young again hot yeah. takes hot you know takes, it's so fun takes, to, it's so fun to go to the zoo again you know what I mean? <laughs> totally,
0: it just makes you see it totally different. The zoo Let's is a place a
1: when you yeah. have small children, you spend tons of time at the zoo, and then you just go, don't go to the zoo for 10 years. Yeah. So if you date someone young, you, know what was you just really get to do missing? all of those things again. A zoo yeah. date, a hot zoo date. <laughs> what was really missing <laughs> in your first series. marriage yeah. was Bizo?
0: turns out. Yeah. 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 There
1: you go. There you go. All right, dear. Let us know what happens. But yeah, have a little look at yourself and say, just because I'm divorced and single doesn't mean I have to play the matter routine all the time. This guy's pushed the boundary a little bit, okay? So figure out why you haven't pushed it back further.
0: But also, I would love someone to lean on like that. So if you are
1: yeah. in the market you, right? for a replacement
0: well, for John, I'm Jo-Ann. happy. To- she is for
2: sure, because she's got these tickets.
0: Joanne. Jo- oh, oh, my God, me.
2: Joanne, if you need someone to go with you to see some kind of... um Boston pops or wherever you are. That sounds fun. And there are other people in this group. Let other people shoulder this.
1: Why is this your job? Just because you don't have another person. Oh my God. That is the one I know we're moving on, but I feel like that's,
2: this is three words pass John around. Yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> pass John around. <laughs> Lastly, I would absolutely cut your hair very short, dive mm-hmm. off a boat in the middle of the ocean that he's on, change your identity completely, <laughs> swim <laughs> to a new town and meet someone new, and yes. I think that should be the end.
1: And end. fall in love with Olivia Newton-John's yeah. ex-husband. Exactly. That's <gasps> what that's what he did. Sure. You know that. Yes. Faked his own death.
0: Oh, I remember that.
2: Unbelievable.
1: How appalling. Can yeah. you imagine someone? If that isn't your dip, deepest, darkest fear, it is that not. if someone in your life had to fake their death to get away from you? I mean, I mean how? Yeah. What would feel worse? Not even just someone saying to you, look, I don't want to do this anymore. Saying, you know what? I'm not going to let you have a conversation. I'm just going to. I'm just going to yeah. jump off. I need boat. you to think I washed ashore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I need you to think I didn't wash ashore. Yeah. Can I also say yeah. <laughs> on the flip side? When I think about like bucket list and like things I would love to try and experience in this life, I'm like, I'll be sad if I don't. Like, it must be fun to fake your own death a little
0: bit. Oh, for sure.
2: Like, I am I so ever too. gonna get to do? That? I mean, I never want to have to do it, but it might be fun to do it. But well, doing. you yeah. have to be running from the tax man or something. Whatever something. doing, he
0: but it always ends crifta. with a mai tai and a sun hat. You know, <laughs> yes. you want to be somewhere new. Oh, Hannibal Lecter
1: uh-huh. in a white suit. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Me in the Jude Law type. Exactly. Yes. Dear
1: Ronald Brian, capital Y today. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jesse's made me feel really good, so I like an it.
1: An informative guest. There we yeah. go. Fair enough. I have like been a fan from the start and always impressed by the thoughtful, sincere, and sometimes sinister advice. Looking at you Bri. How dare you? How dare they call you Bri. I never thought I'd write in, but I am stuck in a friendship dilemma. I'll keep this short.
2: No, you don't. Uh, uh, yeah, Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. doing the reverse mm-hmm. feeling right now.
1: <laughs> My best friend for over 15 years decided we are no longer friends. Cool. That's their word, not mine. Here's the story. We met in high school and immediately became best friends. We have traveled together, lived together, and our families are equally close. In short, we were as close as ever. We live two hours away now in large cities and are from the same hometown. Two hours away in large, large cities, cities, equidistant. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking Philly about? Philly and yeah. New York. Yeah. Albany and yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, my father recently became very sick and spent three weeks in intent. That was kind of a front brain teaser though, Brian. I know. Could be Philly in New York. Could be right. New York and Boston. Carmen Diego. One of them lives in New Haven and one of them lives in Stamford or something. Sure, yeah. Oh no, they're from Stamford and one of them lives in Boston and one of them lives in New York. Uh, my father or new Haven, actually, my father recently became very sick and spent three weeks in intensive care in the hospital. He's on the mend. Lovely to hear it, but working hard on recovery. Naturally, this was shocking, upsetting, and an incredibly emotional month for me. My friend's 30th birthday. These are my favorite questions. What I'd like to do when we answer this question, by the way, is just give a blanket answer for 30-year-olds and birthday parties, if we could possibly do that. And mm. what the ru- What the rules are that apply to 30, sure. 30-year-olds and birthday Insert, parties. Insert answer here. Yeah. My friend's 30th birthday was coming up, and I had to cancel our one-on-one plans as I had to drive home to be with my dad. I live in another, another state away from them. She said she understood but began ignoring all my calls and texts about updates on my dad and suggestions for planning the birthday redo about a month out. Mm-hmm. She responds a week later saying how hurt she was that I didn't make time for her and that I put her on the back burner. Parentheses, I sure did. I like that. hmm She says she needs time, but just feels that she's too hurt to still remain friends. I'm stunned by this behavior because she is close with my parents. And also you are a 30 year old woman. This isn't about you. Mm -hmm. I'm also hurt because I am. I assumed she would understand about postponing a birthday get together. Clearly she did not understand and made this scary experience about her. I am not the first friend to get the ax from her as she gets, quote, hurt and removes people from her life, but I am only one of a few left in her life. I know you always get questions dealing with adults acting wacky, insane for their birthdays, but I'm stuck here. How do I go forward with this? I lost a friend over something that seems impossibly silly to be mad at. I want to explain where I'm coming from and have her understand family is a priority, but I also wanted to realize she's being foolish. I think I'm done with this friend because of the self absorbed response on her end. But I want to make sure I'm heard. Mm. Good luck, dear. Uh, let yeah. this be the lesson for the rest of your life: making sure you're heard. Uh, the the white whale. Yeah. I'll miss her family as friends, and I wonder if they realize this crazy mess or are taking her side? Question mark. Even if she reaches out soon, I am. I'm not ready to talk. Oh, I wouldn't. I would have thought the opposite. When I am ready, what would you suggest I say back? How do you deal with a friendship this this close breaking up? Thank you for the wisdom. Yes, she was 29 when this happened. Can I blame her? LOL. Yes, I can. Sincerely, Z.
2: Oh, oh Z.
0: End this friendship, or at least recognize it for what it is, which is casual, this is a what you are asking to do is change an entire person. Yeah, this yeah. is only one little symptom and reaction to what you can expect for from your friendship with her. It's uh, it's it's so galling and gross to me that this
2: galling, yeah, galling, such a good galling, right? galling is perfect.
0: Sure, yeah, I don't know what what do you think, Jesse and Rana.
2: Oh, thank you for including that. No, I, well, I,
0: I always mean you, Rana, but we have a guest.
2: I know. <laughs> I, I might need Rana to go first because I'm honestly oh, I'm a gog. I'm speechless. Yeah. I I'm shook. Yeah. I don't even really know what I'm supposed to say here. It's, everyone. Who wants needs, a friend like that? Everyone needs to let go of,
1: or in this instance, she needs to let go of, I thought I was different. This friend has left a trail of destruction. This is what she does. She breaks up with people when they don't do what she wants. She gets overly wounded. She doesn't care in any way about what's going on in someone else's life and people disappoint her all of the time. Actually, you're articulating how she feels. She does, does she have a right to feel that way? It doesn't matter. I mean, truly. Of course, she doesn't have a right to feel that way, but she does. This is who this person is. Everybody who doesn't do what she wants is wounding her and taking She's taking it personally. She does not care that your father was in ICU or whatever else because everything is I care, but. I mean, that's not great, but it was my birthday. Yeah.
0: It can still hurt me. And it's like, I guess you didn't have to express it, though. Well, you should have known how selfish it was to be like, it hurt me that you spent time with your dad.
1: What a horrible thing to say to it's a person horrible. whose father is in intensive care. I, you know, I just want to know you hurt my fa- Instead of saying, even if she felt that way, mm-hmm. why didn't she just bite it for exactly. a couple of months and live with the disappointment? This is the other thing. People think they don't have to live with disappointment for some reason. This is part of life. Live with a little disappointment. But there's Work a certain your way through it and make a plan with your friend. There's but no that's not who this person
2: is. This well, there is parent th-
1: was in the hospital. Right.
0: Correct.
1: So, what? But this this is all about how the friend feels. And the problem with our letter writer is our letter writer believed she was one of the one or two or three people who are different. She'll never do the thing to me that she's done to everybody else, which is the, break, the the fragility and then the breakup or the wound and then the breakup. And here it is, dear. it's just your turn. Look, it is. I hate to
2: repeat myself, but I'm feeling similar feelings with Z than I felt with Joanne, where I'm like, Z, this feels so like a real open and shut case, a real cut and dry. Let this terrible friend, like the fact that this is even a question is so shocking to me. And I just feel like, again, a la Joanne Z is in some ways re- reflecting back this drama, like loves to be in this drama. And that yeah. is the only, like, there just shouldn't be. Lives in that drama. She's breaking up drama. with people all
1: the time. Her 30th birthday is the most important thing to her in the world. I mean, that's who this person is. She's a narcissist, but I mean, you know, not to over- oversimplify it but you need to let th- i guess the part about wanting to be heard here's the thing oh, you yeah, can't that, make you uh, can't make somebody yeah. you can't make somebody hear you No, but you there's a see, lesson for but every you can 30-year-old. say you're never going to be heard,
0: you, you're, no. never gonna be heard. <laughs> you're never going <laughs> to no be heard you're never going to be heard wishing
1: you were going to be heard you're not going to be heard and you can and something i have struggled with in my own life is why tell someone if they're not going to hear it yeah And sometimes you just want to say your piece. And sometimes you just go back and forth saying, do I need to say this if it's not going to be heard? Do I care about being heard or do I care about saying it? And so in that way, this is very simple. If you really feel, it sounds to me like you really feel you want to say something. And it seems very simple, which is, huh, I'm really disappointed that our friendship has ended over this. But uh, my father was in the hospital. I would have thought if there was any excuse for rescheduling, you could understand that it would be that one. And the fact that you've chosen to make me feel even worse about this, when I was going through one of the most difficult things in my life, I'll repeat, my father was in the hospital. It was really disappointed, I thought, disappointing. I thought we were better friends than that. And I thought you cared about me. I've offered several times to redo the birthday, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, I don't know where we go from here, basically, but I just want you to know that I can't believe that you didn't think it was important to support me in that moment as Can opposed
2: I, to blaming me. Hard agree on all of this. Can I throw one other log Please. into this fire? Please. Everyone needs to care about their birthday a little less.
0: I oh, sure. couldn't agree. More.
2: Everyone needs to turn it down on their birthday unless you are turning one you're turning 50 <laughs> or you're turning a hundred. I'll give you yeah. three birthdays <laughs> where you can really blow it out. One fifty and hundred. And yeah. other than that, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah.
1: And why is everyone, Sorry. why does everyone I'm need everyone else to celebrate you. them? That I'll never understand. Why don't you just choose how you want to spend your day? Yep. Why yes. is the day looking at other people saying happy
2: birthday? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just to clarify, I'm, I mean, everyone celebrate your birthday. Like how lucky are we to live this life and breathe this air, but just, I mean, it's like, take the bull by the horns. And then after that, like the idea that you're, Owed a birthday by others. It's yeah. so
0: ridiculous. Yeah, but you're Jesse. The difference is though, you're also a Jehovah's Witness. So that's part <laughs> yeah. of your philosophy, anyway. Yeah.
2: It's part of. I mean, it's something I really believe in strongly. <laughs> right. uh, no, but
0: Prince always said that he was just like I would never celebrate a birthday because, like, it just seems stupid.
1: There's one other thing you could say to her, which is baby talk. Baby talk. It's a wonder you can walk.
0: Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly that's pr- that's a, actually a very good dig
2: i also have one other it is a perfect dig and i have a one i have one <laughs> other log to throw in the fire
1: please
2: well i just want to revise a little bit what i was saying about it. you'll never be heard and like kind of putting down i'm not i was not putting down z for saying for saying she wanted to be heard but i did think about it and i'm like you know as i kind of go through my my little Rolodex of life experiences. I'm like, I can understand that there are some friendships you're departing or a relationship or what have you where whether you're going to be heard or not. Right. You do just need to
0: like for yourself,
2: just as you might just for your purely for yourself, just need to say one last. Yes. There's you can't make other people
1: hear and receive what you're saying. Yeah. But you but there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to say it and wanting to put it in terms that you feel could they could be open to.
2: I mean as a writer. You just sometimes. can't make
1: them. No, yeah. you absolutely cannot. I think the that's franchise. what you were really trying to say. And by was, the way,
0: along with the writer thing, Jesse, I would say I think she should email this or text it. I would yeah. not even initiate in a conversation. Oh,
2: this. this is absolutely something. Oh,
0: conversation. You, you really? have got to get it all out without being interrupted.
1: Not yeah. a conversation. Because will, it will never be a conversation. It will devolve into baby talk, baby talk. It's a baby talk you can baby walk. Talk.
2: No question. <laughs> but also yeah. take this opportunity to craft a perfect yeah. text or email. And you know sometimes when you write them and you're just like, a little chef kiss moment. Oh, yeah. like, Sleep on it a- for
0: like two nights after you write it. And then-
2: yeah, but that's it. It's, it's yeah. also for okay sure. oh, to mourn the loss of this
1: friendship. It's oh, It doesn't make you weak or anything else to be sad that this person isn't going to be your friend anymore. Or that you're not going to have them in your life in that way. But this is a little bit of one of those 30-year-old moments where you say, I'm a grown-up. Because you're saying she's a 30-year-old woman, she's a grown-up. Well, you're a grown-up too. if you If that's how you want to put it. And you have to decide how you want your life to be instead of letting things just happen to you. You have to decide who you want to spend your time with and who you want to be close with and who you want to be understood by and share your time with, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's your little piece in this too, is to say, do I want to just keep doing this? It doesn't sound like.
2: Get better friends. Yeah.
1: Brian, dear.
0: Darling. Here we go. Dear Ronna Bryant, and noteworthy guest, if applicable. Are you kidding? It's me? Ab- of course
1: Instant it is. bestseller. <gasps> instant wow. bestseller. New York Times bestseller. Oh my god. O-M-G. I don't know what you're After doing today, if you're not buying. Instant I'll, New York Times. I'll bestseller.
0: show myself out. On sale right now. Go grab yeah. it. You got to do it.
1: This is only the third or fourth instant New York Times bestseller we've had on this show. I instant. Before anyone
2: even buys it. Bestseller. Instant. <laughs> yeah. Instant.
0: I've waffled over sending you this question all day. We've got a lot of that today. Oh, people all like, day! Wow, send it. Yeah, so just all it. day, huh? You <laughs> <We> should <laughs> have been I waffling understand. for a month. I <laughs> was well, in a
1: field all day wondering. <laughs> I was complaining the other week that people are just don't just send us a question because oh, you have been, a question, right? Send Rhonda, us we a question because style question. guide. Question. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah. 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 Well, that was between you and Adam Obern. Okay, dear, go on.
0: Okay, uh, waffled over sending you this question all day, but I'm listening all to your day. episode all mm-hmm. <laughs> with Richard Lawson, and was reminded that you do not want questions about paper versus plastic. And pause Correct. the podcast. Which, yeah, I guess, Ronna, you just explained. at the
1: grocery store. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that sort of thing, dear Ron. I've been meaning to ask. Do you think I should use paper bags or R- plastic? Bags? Ronna wants. Yeah. Yeah. to I on mean, the you know, mm-hmm. come on, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. entertain people a little, yeah. And pause the podcast to follow through with my original impulse to write in with my question. I've been casually seeing a very strong, young, handsome fella. And when I say casually, I mean it. He's a bar. I love that they led with strong. I feel like strong. I don't hear that very often. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: <laughs> don't really you. see that anymore. I yeah. know.
0: <laughs> he's a bartender. I was so struck by it. He's a bartender who asked me out when I was watching March Madness at his bar about a month ago. Since then, he's come over to my place a few times. And every time, when it comes to the strip down, I've been overwhelmed by an incredible funk. Oh. I know it's natural. And a number of factors can contribute to body odor, but it is pungent. He's good looking, a sweet guy. So it's not a chore to power through. I honestly I honestly just think he's coming from a long bartending shift and any one of us would be carrying the day around. But the situation inhibits me a little bit. And did I mention he's H-O-T hot? I want to go to town. How can I sexily approach the issue?
2: Oof.
0: Thank you and kiss kiss. K, she, her. P.S., I've I've written in before about my terrible ex and how miserable our breakup was for me. Your advice was right on the money. And I keep an episode cue to the moment where Brian calls my ex a narcissistic asshole because it delights me in dark (laughs) moments. What's my point? (laughs) You two are wonderful and I'm doing much better. Help me keep that momentum, please.
2: Oh my God, she's a real return customer, and of she course really she's among us. Who am in I a is? different
0: place in her life altogether?
2: I mean, just traveling along with you guys for this whole life ride. Yeah. Wow. This is a toughie.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, well, first of all, I think that if you want to do it sexily, you just you shower together or something. Oh. And huh. you,
2: Brian, not your first rodeo. Getting people, <laughs> you're like <laughs> I have a perfect. I mean, I literally that just broke my brain.
0: I solution. have been with someone in the past who I was getting sort of serious about, and it, it became an issue. Of, yeah. But this person also just straight up did not wear deodorant, like, and was a firm believer in not wearing deodorant. Yeah. To the point where I finally had to say, like, the first few times it was a shower, but that lasts an hour. Yeah. And ultimately, he became like, I think you, I think maybe you should start wearing deodorant. And that was like an issue. Um, Ooh, yeah. I don't know how. Ha- These are some of the words that in the English language that I don't know how you say them. Fair enough. We get this question
1: from time to time.
0: But he was like a mountain man. I know.
1: I have a dear friend who's a very successful person, and he doesn't wear deodorant, and everyone just lives (gasps) with it. Right. And I don't know what you are
0: supposed to do. I don't either. But you could start with the shower if you do think it's taking the day off. And I think if things progress, you could just say like-
1: is it I mean, his smell, or is it that he doesn't wear deodorant? You because mean, is you it deodorant, like or his is it like smell? Right. If yeah, you just don't like his smell, then congratulations. Different. I'm sorry. You know, a fly fell into a spider web,
2: and now you can't keep it. I don't yeah, know what to what's amazing. There's
0: no getting over that. I'm with you. There's no getting over it.
2: <laughs> what's amazing is how I think like it would just maybe we use this podcast as a reminder to people that we often can't smell ourselves. We can't smell our own surroundings. Fair enough. I right. remember once in my 20s hooking up with a gentleman who I thought, this will be fine. And then walked into his home and it smelled so strongly <sighs> of
0: cinnamon. Not where I ch- thought you were going.
2: <laughs> no, I know. But it was like so much of a cinnamon smell. A that cinnamon it was Yankee Doodle Candle. It felt a little serial killer. Like yeah. a little like, what are you covering up? Like- Right. Yeah, I know. You're like cinnamon. That's pleasant, but like I also don't want a man's home to smell like cinnamon. Sure. Well, not cinnamon floor cleaner. Yeah, it just yeah. it was just anyway. Yeah. So you walked in and you nowhere. walked out. No, we made out for a couple hours, but the whole time I was like, ugh, why does cinnamon. it smell like
0: cinnamon? Yeah, it
2: just was creepy. Anyway, but I don't think he was aware of how strongly that smell was smelling. And we for we can't really smell ourselves, and so we have to make sure. Did you tell so him we're keeping fix it? up with our hygiene? Oh, we were never gonna see each other. Again. Yeah. And he's oh, yeah. the mayor, and he's the mayor of New York now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just am always, it's like a really important thing to remember is you just have to really yeah. make sure you're checking your boxes. Yeah. So to speak. So to speak.
1: You've got to figure it out if it's his smell or the smell. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing to me, because I'm sorry that you found this. Hot, strong, young, strong. Drink making, strapping, blah blah blah. But sometimes oh, yeah, you've yeah. got to throw them back if they don't smell. I mean, those that to me is the ultimate reminder that we're animals. Is scent, yeah,
0: sure. And it either works it.
1: or it doesn't work, and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Mm-hmm. We're all yeah. just
2: a, yeah, a horseshoe away from a barn. Yeah,
1: yeah. But Gotta keep it. In I check. in my life have never known how to tell a person they need to idiot. I don't, if they weren't related to me.
2: I don't either. I mean, it's a real, a toothpaste. Related very I'll tell you,
0: I sort of copped out when I did it because I said like, (laughs) I think it's the fabric of that shirt maybe that's like not breathing.
2: Yeah. But you found an elegant sexual way to deal with
0: it. I did, I found, right. Yeah, Yeah, take a shower. Try
2: showering together
1: together. if it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. I'm afraid you'll have to find another bad thing to to. watch the
1: final four with whatever it was. (laughs) Match Madness. Right. Yeah. All right, dear, this is the time in our show. Well, we decide who's getting something.
0: Yeah, it is. So, Jesse, are we gonna give a special little prize to we do we do it to whoever we think deserves it, just to, just from the heart or from the gut? Are we going to give it to uh the lady who's dating a strong man who smells? Mm. Or are we going to give it to the uh to Joanne?
2: Mm. Sure.
0: Or are we going to give it to uh the friend breakup?
2: I think we got to give it to Joanne. Poor Joanne's Joanne. trying yeah. the heart. It does, it's like she a no-brainer is. to me. Yeah. Joanne is at least really trying to do the right thing. I agree. Yeah. What could we give Joanne that the friend would be jealous of?
1: Something that Joanne is living wait, her best life with. Joanne is the...
2: Oh, I was saying Joanne is oh, wait, the your friend. Oh,
1: I was yeah. giving it to the friend.
2: Oh, I just think Joanne's working so hard to help you yeah. Oh, okay. Brian,
1: so, Joanne needs something for the summer concert series.
0: Sure. Maybe a. <laughs> like kerchief? a see
1: through purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A net, a netted purse. Well, no. you know, you Cargo can't bring pants. a real person to these places anymore. It has to be no. a see through purse, a plastic purse, so everyone can see tampons when you go through the security. Uh... Joanne might not be. Joanne's getting anyway. a beautiful armor It's a lip balm. Because Joanne oh. needs to be kissing the right You're people. F- that and sounds it's not wonderful. This guy. Yes. Yeah. That's what Joanne's getting. Yes, lip balm uh, Jesse dear, you've got such a week. Anna. We've got to
2: let you go because this is the week of your life right now. It is. Oh. I've mentioned the dry cleaning. I have so many clothes to put on. Thank does you your so son understand
1: Does your son understand how accomplished you are?
2: I mean, first of all, I mean, what are we really talking about here? But no, he understands nothing. He lives on Cheese and Bread and his favorite show is Dinosaur Train.
0: Fabulous. <laughs> and, Fabulous.
2: You don't- Fabulous. Yeah. and you Fabulous.
1: And you don't tick any of those boxes, unfortunately. No, no. Yeah. I'm just like a big,
2: like a giant Pez dispenser that he loves. He loves. Sure. sure. But yeah. 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 Um, um this is such an I exciting love that week. for you is out this yeah.
0: later this week. Yeah. yeah. Which is so exciting. You
1: that for absolutely. You, Everyone knows how queens. obsessed I am with
0: QVC. So just And Kings. Absolutely. And I'll show the book myself is out,
1: out, out today. Lincoln yeah. bio. Yeah. Uh was so excited for you. Will you come back and do advice with us again sometime? Oh my
2: god, absolutely. I Anytime. might I might have
1: Jesse on for a one-on-one while Brian's out of town. We'll say honored. Honored. Well, you know, Brian, I've got to stop filling my calendar. I can't
0: just wait. I have some stuff to say. About Jesse, when we get off that, yeah. I don't think we want to hear. Right. Just looking oh, gather you tell. I have gathered over the in years.
2: awe yeah. to be near both Brian and Ronna. We
1: love you, you, dear. So delighted for you. Keep up the fabulous work and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this week. Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay, kiss, kiss. kiss, kiss. Now wait a minute. Brian just hopped off as did Jesse at the same time, if you can believe it. Brian, I think has a meeting with the tow company to talk about his next campaign, but I'm going to read the cliffhanger by myself, which means that Brian will have to help me answer it uh, next week. He'll have to read it on Patreon, patreon.com slash ask Rana. come there to hear the answer to this cliffhanger. And I, I'm sorry, it's not going to hear this, but it doesn't, we don't even need Brian's extra sauciness for this because this is such an absolutely insane bananas, dramatic letter. Dear Mrs. Glickman, Lady Brian and possible guest, inspired by Ronna recently wanting juicy questions. Thank you very much. I decided to do something I thought I would never do and write in. It's not that I wouldn't take your advice on any topic. It's just that I am lucky enough to have a sister and best friend who I turn to regularly. But since this very bizarre issue involves one of them, I have just been bottling it in. Hmm. My best friend Emmett moves to Australia. Oh, ah, we're going to start like that. And wouldn't you know, he meets and falls in love with a lovely Irish girl who coincidentally was my neighbor growing up. The world's a small place. Emmett is from the other side of Ireland. This will become important later on. Okay, we'll put a pin in that. We're going to need Gerode Farrelly to come on to help us answer this uniquely Irish dilemma. Cut to 2020 and they decide to move home and a month later the pandemic hits and they decide to quarantine near his neck of the woods. I move back near home to be in the countryside with my sister. I talk to Emmett and his girlfriend Lucy in quotes, that's not the real name. All the time and Emmett tells me he's going to propose and she is the one they get engaged. I'm delighted for them. They come down here after the engagement so he can meet all her family and to hang out with me. Obviously. Emmett turns up at my door near midnight. At the start of their trip, and that's when it all kicks off, dot, 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 very Irish, the drama of this, and on a dark, cold night. Emmet stays that night and tells me they have broken up. You could have blown me over with shock, and from, how out, of the bl- from how, to- how out of the blue it was, I, sorry, you could have blown me over with shock, and from how out of the blue it was, I assume it was Lucy who broke it off. Emmet is heartbroken. Huh and leaves the next day. This is, I mean, this is, you know, Jane Austen. It's not until I run into Lucy's sister and realize he had broken up with her and she is shell-shocked and utterly devastated. The sister starts grilling me to know if I know who Emmett had met or what had happened. I immediately ring Emmett and he confirms they broke up, but won't say why. This kind of thing had never happened in our relationship before. So for me, he was acting strange. I don't push it. And then six months later, when we are out on a drunken night in Dublin, he tells me that when he met her, when he met her father, they had met before. Oh, (laughs) I'm reading this for the first time. When they slept together a few times in Glasgow. This is, I don't know if I could go on. I might leave the cliffhanger right here. I'm reading one more paragraph and then I'm just going to leave this cliffhanger because if you don't want to come to patreon.com slash ask to hear the rest of this, you're out of your mind. $5 gets you into the carriage just for now. $10 gets you sauna privileges to see the video. And this is perhaps the best cliffhanger we've ever had. Not to mention the sisters involved. I haven't even gotten to that yet. The way Emmett tells it, the blood drained from his body, and at the first opportunity, the father grabs him and says, you must break up with my daughter. I won't go into the jigs and reels, that must be an Irish expression, of what Emmett had to process to come to this eventual decision that night, even though I know ye, my goodness, love when the letter gives you every bit of backstory. Important details to know. Emmett is bisexual and is out. I have known Lucy's father all my life and he identifies as straight anyway and has been married for going on 40 years. That was the first time they were meeting as her dad is a captain of an oil rig and works weeks on and then off and gave Emmett a fake name in Glasgow where Emmett was doing an internship and was about 22 at the time. I'm not kidding. I'm not going to read another word because there are several more paragraphs, and this is absolutely gobsmackingly incredible. Join us at patreon.com/slash askrana. I, I I I I'm definitely getting Garode Farelli on to answer this with us if I can. And uh askranacoffee.com. I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. And, of course, Negrana.com. Keep Connor McKay packing those boxes, please, and keep yourself lucky enough to drink one. All right, dears. Thank you to our dear friend, Jesse Klein, for joining us. Her book is out. Her show is out. And to the love of our lives, Brian, of course, who I'm crossing my fingers that he's getting that tow truck campaign. Kiss, kiss.